Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Small Business Growth Podcast. I am so excited that you're here. Today, we're going to be talking about the most common mistakes that business owners make when they are planning their new year and really mapping things out of what that looks like for them. I know you want the new year to be your best year yet. I know that you want to plan it out. You've heard me say that planning is one of the biggest Uh, really like major characteristics of success, the things to get involved in, in order to really make this your best year yet. So we are going to dive on in to that. If you are new here, I'm your host, Madison Page. I help small businesses stand out and sell out on social media by building a ride or die community around your brand. If you are new here, make sure that you go ahead and subscribe to the channel, whether you're on Spotify or Apple or on our new YouTube channel, go ahead over there and make sure that you are subscribed. We put out new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. We like to teach in a fun conversational type of way over here while giving you actual tangible business growth advice. So this isn't just us talking at you. This isn't us giving you a talk show. This is me sitting down on my couch and having a really raw and real and genuine conversation um, all about sharing tactical, tangible business growth advice and the things that I have learned over the last 10 plus years in business. And from me to you, I want it to feel like an actual conversation. Face to face, if you're listening over on, if you're watching over on YouTube or if you are just listening to the podcast where we can have an actual conversation, maybe you're working or doing dishes or whatever that might be, I want it to really feel like I'm in that room with you. That is what we love to do on this podcast. So, Without further ado, we are diving on in to the major mistakes that people make when they are planning their new year. And I know that this is kind of a, it's a topic that you'll hear about all over the place. You've heard me say it, planning is the key to success and time management. Time management is something that so many people struggle with, especially as business owners. And when I say actual, having an actual plan of, like what you're going to do helps you be way more strategic as well as manage your time so much better because there's no white space of you being like, what should I be doing right now? Where am I supposed to be? And what should that really look like? Instead, you have a plan mapped out. You know when you sit down to work some of the things that you need to be working on. And so when you're going into the new year, honestly, new year planning is one of the most important times to really plan because it allows you to analyze what you've been doing and then look ahead into the new year and see what are the things that we want to change and really make a plan to get better. I know you're intrigued about planning, but a lot of people don't really know how to do it. Like you hear this whole thing that like, I need to plan, I need to plan my new year. And then you sit down and you're like, wait, like, what am I even supposed to do? That's what this episode is all about. Um, Let's talk about planning your new year because I really do want you to have a successful new year as well as a successful plan for the new. Now, I do want to say, I am not somebody that I want you to plan every single little itty bitty piece. I am not a crazy planner. However, I'm organized. I'm quite type A and I have really, really found an awesome process to plan out your new year that helps you have the wiggle room that you need in there, which we'll talk about, as well as it allows you to plan out enough to still grow and be successful. So let's talk about this. Before we get in a little too deep, I do want, if you want like 
a guided experience through this. If you're like Maddie, I hear you. I love these mistakes, but I do kind of want somebody to help me plan this out. Um, inside of my membership, Entrepreneurship Made Easy, this month's topic is a complete worksheet of exercises that you can download on an iPad and scribble on in GoodNotes or print them out or customize them, whatever. Questions to plan out your 2024 and a guided experience with me in a podcast style training. So it's a, a com the complete five-step process to plan out your new year. And so it is your best year yet. I could go exactly through it with you. I give worksheets to work out and I'm giving you some guided questions, exercises, and thoughts through the entire process. So if you are still at a loss and you're really looking to dive on in, EME is $47 a month and you get a full mini course on planning this out. It's not even a mini course this month. It's literally a workbook. Um, it's a full guided experience this month of planning out your 2024 for success. EME is my monthly membership that I give you one topic a month to make sure that you are working on growing your business and being strategic, growing marginally as opposed to just trying to balance all of it. I give you one major focus to growing your business, whether it's your website or your email list or your social. So instead of trying to focus on all of it, I give you one major focus. This month's major focus is how to plan your most successful year yet. If that's something you're interested in, you can click the link in the show notes and you can get my entire guide experience inside of entrepreneurship made easy for December. Um, and you can get my exact yearly planning process. I literally did this a few days back and I turned it into an exercise for you and it's $47. So if you really want help with this, you can click the, the link in the show notes and entrepreneurship made easy is an awesome, um, spot for you to start. But today we're basically going to cover some major mistakes that I see entrepreneurs make when they are planning their year. What I would recommend doing instead and kind of talking this through because as you're trying, you're starting to think about planning your new year, I'm sure you have a lot of things in your mind. You're like, oh, I could do so many things. I want to grow my following. I want to increase my sales. I want to do all of these things and you just have them kind of swirling around your head, but how do we actually make them in, turn them into a process? So let's talk about the major mistakes that we are making here. Number one is first planning too much or planning too little. There really is a happy medium. You are either planning only for the first month. You're like, I'm going to hit the ground running in January. Let me just plan this month out. You're either just planning out January or even just the first two weeks or whatever. And then you never touch it again, or you're planning way too much where you literally have Monday through or Monday. Oh my gosh. January through December, all planned out January, February, March, April, May. You're like, I know exactly what I'm doing. I know my exact objectives. Why that's bad is because business is so like all over the place. You cannot, you cannot take action in January, February, March, April, May, and think you know what actions you will be taking in September, October, November of 2024. So I am not somebody that likes to plan out every single detail for so far into the future. Why that is, is because I don't think you can predict it. And I don't think you can know where you're going to be honestly, much further out from Q1. And so what I, you need to have a more happy medium plan than that. Inside of EME, the guided experience that I have you do is you plan out the first month in, in detail, or sorry, the first month, the first quarter in detail and quarter two, 
we have a little bit of detail and some major kind of KPIs, key performance indicators, or just kind of like what we're really looking to do, but we don't have everything planned out. That's just like, I don't recommend you planning out all of the tasks that you have to do Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever, whatever the days you work, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I don't have you plan out the entire week with these are the exact tasks that I need to do each week. Why that is, is because sometimes after Wednesday, you didn't get some things done or you got way more done than you thought and you, and you just end up redoing it. And so a lot of times I used to plan out my, my January through December and then like literally May came along and I was way off from where I wanted to be because either my growth was way bigger or something came up in my life. So we have to make it a little bit smaller, but it can't be too small that you don't have enough of a plan scheduled out to really know what it looks for. So the first major mistake is you either plan too much or you plan too little. The second major mistake is that you never stop to actually analyze how this past year went. So step one of my process that I bring you through inside of EME is we are looking at actually analyzing 2023. You can't grow or you can't look at, you have to look at very specific elements in order to know what you need to change for the new year. You can't just say, okay, I'm here. Where am I going to go from here? You have to actually analyze what you're doing because a lot of times in business, we're so in our own business, it's hard to identify our own gaps. It really is. It's hard to like look at our own business and be like, oh, I'm not very good at this. So next year I want to be better at it. Sometimes we have our own gaps in our own mind that we don't even know. That's why people like me exist is because it's nice to be able to have somebody that is almost unbiased come in that actually knows the strategy to be like, hey, here's your gap. So instead, I'm going to bring you through an analysis of your business of 2023 so you can almost objectively look at your business to have a more generalized approach of looking at very specific elements of what you did this year in order to expand next year. The good, the bad, the ugly, the opportunities, whatever, the things that you need to change. Now, this part is essential for your growth this next year. If you never take a minute to actually analyze your 2023 before you move into 2024, we can't grow without analyzing because we need to look at numbers. We need to look at what we, we don't, we might not even know. You don't know what you don't know. That was one of the things inside of my, my marketing degree that I got. I had my professor that had this whole little thing where he was like, you don't know what you don't know. And you do know what you do know. And it was like this whole little graph or framework or whatever. But the thing that stuck with me the most there is that you don't know what you don't know in marketing. There are so many things in marketing and sales and whatever. And honestly, in life, it's good to get feedback. And if it's just you, it's really hard to kind of look at your business objectively because we're so in it. Sometimes I have clients that come to me and they like send, I look at their website and I'm like, honey, this website needs so much help. It's so hard to navigate. And they're like, really? I totally thought that it was like, it was okay. And why that is, is because you know your business so well. So sometimes we objectively have to analyze our past year. What I see a lot of people do is they, they're just looking ahead without looking in the past. And when you're only looking ahead, that doesn't leave room for a lot of growth because there's probably things that we can adjust or things that we want to bring forward into the new year. So step one of my five-step process for your best year yet is really analyzing your 2023 and bringing you through that process. Um, the third major mistake that people make is you set only mostly income goals. This is actually hurting your growth. If right now you're like, Maddie, I have my planning done. I know what I want to do. I want to make a hundred thousand dollars next year. And you're like, done. That's all that my plan really is. That is what we're looking at. 
Um, that's what we need to do. And it's like, okay, I get it. Income goals are good. They're okay, but they shouldn't be your number one focus and they shouldn't be your first goal that you do set. Why that is, is because it doesn't actually have any action behind it. The goals that you should be setting and the intention and the planning that you should be making is actually doesn't always have to be a numerical number value. Why that is, is because when it comes down to is if you like, how do you actually get there? There's no action behind an income goal until you start saying, okay, a hundred thousand dollars is me selling four $47 items or it's something close to that. It's, I think it's four, maybe it's five $47 items a day. Once you can start breaking that down a little bit deeper, you're like, okay, how am I going to do that? And so instead of you just setting income goals and then being like, all right, I'm gonna make a hundred thousand dollars this year and I'm going to have 10,000 followers by the end of the year. That's it. We're doing it. Those are my goals. That's my plan. That's not a plan. That's like a pipe dream that you then need to put action behind. One of the major goal mistakes that I see is that you're not actually making an action plan. You're just putting out like futile goals that you're like, okay, I'm going to hit that. I want to make a hundred thousand dollars this year. Or I want to have a, I want to have 10,000 followers, but you're not actually going back and looking at what are my actions that I want to take. Instead, I want you to pick an emotion, a feeling or a destination. I explain this a little bit deeper inside of EME. This is the biggest piece of advice I have for you. I want you to rethink how you actually set goals. Your goals shouldn't just be a numeric value. What you have to do is you have to set this like major, especially when we're looking at a big time frame, like a year, we want to pick a more like, this is my goal is structure. My goal is strategy. My goal is, is consistent sales. And then breaking down what that means to us. If your goal is structure, which was my name, my major goal in 2023 was structure. I wanted my business to feel more structured by the end of the year. So to me, my definition of structure might be different than the definition of your structure, but my major word for my business was structure, which for me, it meant having more funnels, having more automation and having a better routine and feeling very structured in my business, knowing I was going to go from point A to point B, B to C, C to D, and how to exactly do that. And I accomplished those things. But when I go back and I look, I say, okay, here's my structure, my major goal. And then I wanted to break it down by other things and really make an action plan. And that action plan comes from breaking it down into smaller segments. So that's why inside of EME, we go from our annual major goal to quarterly to monthly and kind of figuring out what that major goal is and getting a little bit more um, specific, the, the more zoned in that we get. So instead of just having these month, these big income goals, which is great. I want you to have the biggest income goals ever. I have set income goals too. I set income goals, but my income goals are broken down first by what do I want my major emotion, my major like destination to be by the end of the year? How do I want to be feeling in my business by the end of the year? This is how I'm going to feel that way. How now, what am I launching and really getting deeper into it? And then I'm saying, okay, these are the things that I'm launching. What is my major income goal? If I get X amount of people into these. And honestly, I don't even feel like breaking it down like that, but like from a yearly basis is really easy because what if you get this incredible idea in June that you want to launch this new part of your business, which is so possible. And then you're like, yeah, but now this just throws off my entire income goal. Cause I have to take a step back here and go over there. So instead of wasting your time, figuring out every single detail of the entire year, I want you to really look at a major destination as opposed to an income goal. This is really explained inside of EME, but I want you to rethink how you set goals. Don't just make it 
like a hundred thousand dollars in sales or whatever. I know that's just like such a benchmark for a lot of people, which is so doable for every business out there. I just want to say that a hundred thousand dollars in business is so doable for you in 2024, as long as you take the correct action, which is why the action means actually more than the goal. So we need to make an action plan as opposed to just setting income goals. Your income goals are great, but we need to look at more of an emotion driven goal than just a numerical goal, especially because Honestly, if you're making your, if you have your business right now and your only goal is a dollar amount and it's not an impact or a change in the industry or an actual purpose, I want you to rethink that and actually have a value-based brand. Now I understand it, but if you are in business, I set income goals too. Making money is great. I'm, I love making money. However, I want you to have a little bit deeper of goals than just numerical number goals because When things get hard, it's easy to want to drop that. But when things get hard, it's harder to drop your major impact that you're trying to make. So I want you to rethink how you set goals. Setting goals is is wonderful and I'm all there for it. But your goals have to be value centered, especially in my area of the world. You'll have people that'll be like, ah, value schmalue. Who cares? Set those income goals and business is a numbers game, which business is a numbers game. But motivation and dedication and drive is way stronger when you have an emotion behind it. So we want you to set those emotion goals as well. Last but certainly not least, as the major mistake that people make when they are planning for their 2024 is you are only looking at your business and not at yourself and your own personal growth journey. Whoo, this is a big one. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you, is so many people just look at their business and they're like, okay, these are the goals. And then they set that action plan. Even if you have the biggest action plan out there and you aren't actually analyzing your own self as the business owner, you aren't going to see that goal, that growth as quickly as, as you want to be. Now you've heard me say this before. Business is your greatest personal growth endeavor that you will ever go on. Why that is, is because it points out your insecurities. It points out your fears. It points out these really heavy things that come up. But what it does do is if you can point that out and take the action anyway, or keep on going and you find those insecurities and you're like, nope, I'm going to prove it to myself through action that I'm not afraid of this. Just like on video, I have said, told myself I've been, I've had my podcast for like three years and I told myself that I didn't want to do video, video, uh, I don't want to do video for my podcast. It was an excuse because I didn't want to have to put myself together. And that was just an excuse that I was giving myself because do I look very put together for my YouTube folks right now? I literally have sweatpants, a tank top and my overs. I live in loungewear. I didn't, I didn't want to have to feel like I had to put myself together. I'm sitting on my couch. It's not like I'm in this new house that I am house sitting for the winter. And it's not like I'm in eight. Like I have, I shoved a bag behind this nice little uh, cubby over here. So you can't see it in my frame and boom, we're good. All right. And so we, all of these things drum up. We have to be able to look at what our excuses are, what our fears are and what our own insecurities are. A lot of what holds you back from growth is your own mentals, is your own brain, is your own self really getting in there and holding you back and creating excuses for you. Your own narrative that you're telling yourself a lot of times is what's holding you back from growth. I've had clients tell me this, that they learn the strategy and they're like, honestly, Maddie, I didn't realize how much personal growth I needed in order to even implement the proper strategy. Because a lot of times personal growth comes before business growth. And that doesn't mean that I want you to halt 
your business growth because you don't feel like you're ready there as a person. That's another excuse. You are always ready and you are ready right now to grow your business. Who you are right now is somebody that can grow and have that major big income goal that we were just talking about in this next year. However, we have to look at our own gaps, our own habits and whatever in order to make room for that growth and to become the person that can have that growth. Now, I know that sounds kind of woohoo. You're like, Maddie, that sounds, I know you're all about strategy. That doesn't really feel super strategic. It might not be strategic, but it's true. All right. Um, it really does make a big difference in what that looks like and who we are as a business owner is what our major, our major habits are, our major gaps are in what we have, okay? And so what we have to do is you can't just look at your business, we do have to look at ourselves. This is step five of the process inside of EME is actually identifying the habits and the gaps that we need to go through. We map out your ideal day, what that looks like and what we are doing instead. Um, it's such a big one because we have to be the person that creates that. There were so many things in my business in as a whole that I wanted growth three years ago. I wanted growth five years ago, whatever. And maybe not in this business. I haven't had this business that long. But in all of the businesses, I wanted to be able to do these things, but I was not personally actually ready to have that growth. And so my like my own my own brain was making it happen. When I had my blog a long time ago before influencing was kind of a thing, but I probably would have been a sustainability kind of like wellness influencer. Um, but I had a sustainability blog. And when I was doing that, I didn't want to show my face. I was like, ah, I don't want the people around me to see me. I don't want my friends to know. I don't really want people that see me from high school to like really see it. I was like a freshman in college at this point. And I was like, I didn't, I just like, I don't really need to do it. And so I said, you know what? I can be successful without it. And I didn't want to do it. And nobody bought and nobody bought and nobody bought. Why? Because there was no personal connection to, especially as an influencer or a blogger, even as a business owner, there was no personal connection. Nobody could see, they could see a lifestyle, but it was like a lifestyle of who they couldn't actually connect to me. And why that is, is because of, I just didn't want to show up online. I was telling, it was an insecurity of mine. I didn't want the people around me to care. Now look at my business now. I am still not somebody that would have ever thought that I would be plastering my face all over the internet, that I would have a YouTube, that I would have a podcast, that I would have videos of me dancing on the internet. Like what? I'm the worst dancer in the entire world. But I did it. And how I did that was I proved it to myself that I could do it. When I started posting my face on my blog, people started to buy. And then when I started this business, I was like, all right, I know that's what I have to do in order to be successful. If somebody tells me that, they're like, Maddie, you could make $100,000 this year if you just showed your face on the internet and really started to show up as authentically you. And I was like, all right, let me give it a shot. And it worked. And things started to sell. When I started this business, It from the very start, I was all over it. it. I was posting videos, going live, doing the thing. Why? Because I knew that it worked. I knew that I needed it. And because... I gave up that insecurity of what people around me think. Now, if people have anything to say about my business, I'm like, peace. I know my business is pretty dang cool. And my uh, my impact that I have, the amount of clients that I have, the the growth that my clients see, oh my gosh, my the, the income that I have, whatever, prove has proven to me that I truly don't care what other people what other people say people that mind don't matter and people that matter don't mind and I truly believe that now which is why I've been able to 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 have the business that I have to have the growth that I've had I've literally like 
over 5x my income this year. And that was because I gave up a lot of those big fears and insecurities that I've had in the past that were holding me back. And so sometimes you are only looking at your business when you're trying to grow and not yourself. I, there's a lot of things internally that you have to grow in order to have this business because your own fears and your own insecurities pop up so easily in business. So the four biggest mistakes that I see people make when they're planning out their 2024 is that you're planning too much or too little. There needs to be a happy medium there. You can't just plan for the first month and you can't plan the entire year out. You can plan the entire year out, but expect that plan to be thrown in the trash by May. Like by Q2, that plan is not even gonna look that way because things change all the time. So we have to be able to have some of those, um, some wiggle room there in what we're doing. Second is that you never actually stop to analyze how this past year went. This past year, I'm sure there were a lot of strengths, weaknesses, and things that we can improve, things that we know we should be doing that we haven't even touched yet, and what all of that looks like. We need to analyze that in order to get to where we want to be. Um, so you need to actually look at the past in order to accurately plan and create a strategy for the future. Third is that you only set income goals and you're not actually creating an action plan. When you are planning out your 2024, this isn't just goal setting. This isn't, you need to actually create, okay, what are my big three objectives? How do I actually do that? Okay, you wanna make $100,000 this year, not for income goals. You want, let's say you want to, a major thing I hear is you wanna make consistent sales. I want by the end of this year to finally have consistent sales in my business. What does that mean for me? That means, let's say that means that you want to get five sales a week. You want to have five sales coming in a week. Now let's break down where are we at? What have we done? How do we know that that needs to get there? And, and figuring that out, actually making an action plan. What does that mean that I have to do this year? Does that mean I have to grow my email list? Does that mean I have to grow my following? What are those major objectives that we need to do? And how can we create an action plan? And when are you actually doing those things? So you can't just set income goals. You have to set a destination that you're trying to get to, an emotion that you're trying to feel, and then work your way backwards. And that's exactly what we do inside of this EME. Um, last but not least is you are only looking at your business and not yourself and your own habits. This is the biggest personal growth endeavor you will ever go on. And that just means that you have to really dive into the personal growth side of it and that you have to look at yourself too. Whether you have a team of 10 or whether you have, it's just you, we have to look at our own personal growth. How can we be a better leader? What are we putting off? What are the things, are we scrolling on our phone for too long? What are those major actions and habits that we need to adjust to get into this new year? This new year can be an incredible year for you. I see so many great things for, for small businesses. There's a big push for small businesses. And I know that 2023 has been a tough year and it, 2024 might be a tough year too, but I have clients that are uh, that are every single month breaking records. It's not that people aren't buying, it's that we need to have a strategy and a community in place to proof our business and to keep that growth happening. There's so much growth to be had and I believe in you and you can believe in you as well. The best way to prove and build confidence and build this growth is to prove it to yourself that you can do it by stepping through those fears and doing it anyway. 
If you want a full guided experience of how to really work through this, what that major analysis is, I have a five-step process inside of Entrepreneurship Made Easy. I talk about it on my podcast really often. Um, this is my monthly membership to give you one major focus to growing, to working on your business, not just in it every single month. And December 2023's major focus is how to plan out your next year for it being your best year yet. Uh, and you go through literally the same process that I went through in my business. So if that's something you're interested in, click the link in the show notes, $47, and you get that full guided experience, some really fun, um, either digital download or printable trackers and exercises that you can do. You can even do it on a notebook. If you don't have a digital or a printer, you can do it in a notebook, but it's all out there for you. Um, if not, this podcast I hope was super helpful for you and I hope that you still gain some like, oh shoot, I need to go back and rethink how I did some of this. And I'm in your corner. I'm rooting for you this holiday season and I'm rooting for you moving into the new year. This absolutely can be your best year yet. I believe it. I hope you believe it too. Make sure that you are subscribed to the channel, whether you are on YouTube or on Spotify or Apple, whatever that might be. If you didn't know and you listen to us on the podcast, we are on YouTube as well. People are loving the YouTube channel, so click the link in the show notes as well. You can go subscribe to us over on YouTube. It's been really fun, and if you are on YouTube, hello! You are able to see my beautiful cabin that I'm going to be in this winter. Um, there's going to be some fun, cozy little spots around this house that we'll be recording out in there. So if you're looking for some cozy business growth vibes, click the link, go to YouTube, and we've got a lot of fun stuff over there. Otherwise, come hang out with me on Instagram at this is Madison Page. I love when you say hi in the DMs over there. Um, we've got a lot of fun stuff coming, going into the new year. Lots of value to be shared. Um, and you get to see kind of the behind the scenes of my life. So I hope that you have a wonderful day. Click the link in the show notes if you are thinking about entrepreneurship made easy. It is an incredible program that there are dozens of people inside that absolutely love getting a complete action plan of how to grow their business that month without just trying to throwing spaghetti at a wall and hoping that it sticks. I give you a mapped out version of exactly what I want you to do timely in what's going on in the world or what month it is and what the average kind of e-commerce looks like. So I'm here for you. I love you, I'm here for you, I'm rooting for you, and I'm in your corner always.